Hello and welcome to another episode of This Week in Goldmaking, presented by Darkshore Capital. My name is Andrew, and today is August 2nd, 2021. We're going to try something a little bit different today. We'll get into that in just a moment, but of course we're going to go over what I've been up to, look at the token update, do a little bit of news, and then we'll see what's up in store for today. So, what have I been up to in the World of Warcraft? Well, I sure as heck haven't been playing much retail World of Warcraft. Suffice to say that for the time being, this is going to be a Burning Crusade-focused presentation slash podcast. Uh, if you are not interested in the Burning Crusade, I completely understand, but just want to want to be honest with you guys and gals. So last week, I, of course, kept up on my limited supply recipes, and in fact, some not limited supply recipes. Uh, just a brief little specific aside. There's a vendor in Terracar for the Alliance. I assume the same exists for the Horde as well. That sells a couple recipes. One of them is the Warp Burger. Another one is, I, I believe it's the Blackened, maybe Blackened Basilisk, something like that. Anyway, this vendor sells just unlimited supply recipes for these two cooking recipes. And they buy them from the vendor for it's something like two or three gold. And they sell in the auction house for over 10 gold on the Paggle server at the very least. It's free money. So yeah, keep an eye out for those supplies of uh, recipes because it's just it's just consistent, easy money. I really can't recommend it enough. Of course, tailoring cooldowns as well. I made a little discovery that Primal Mooncloth is sort of back on the menu, so to speak. So I'll be adding that back into the rotation. I had been uh, avoiding it just for a little while since it wasn't super profitable. But uh, yeah, I noticed that the numbers are going back up on profitability as well as the Primal Mooncloth bag, which I have access to craft, is also very profitable to craft, uh, even without doing the cooldowns myself. Pushing and cooking dailies, I think I've been able to do them every day for the past week. I would like to acquire the fishing hat since it's pretty cool. It gives a little fishing bonus, extra lure, don't have to carry around a bunch of aquadynamic fish attractors, etc. And then, of course, the cooking dailies do reward recipes, which are only available through the cooking dailies. Those recipes, their scarcity doesn't bring with it a huge potential for profit, but there is some. Uh, it's possible that the ones that I've unlocked just aren't super desirable as of yet. But uh, yeah, once I get them all unlocked, I'm hoping to make a little extra money being able to craft those as well. Then the Midsummer Fire Festival, which I believe is going to be going on for the next week as well still. Uh, yeah, I went around and doused all the fires, though to be fair... I don't think there was a single horde bonfire actually lit on the Paggle server when I was doing it. That's just because it's an Alliance server. And I lit all of ours as well. So uh, that's kind of cool. It's it's a pretty decent chunk of money. I should have probably tracked exactly how much it would be. We could, we could probably go and do the math actually as well. It's uh, just under 12 gold for each horde bonfire you douse if you're Alliance. And then it's, I believe, 6 gold uh, for the allied bonfires. It's a decent chunk of gold. And you get all those fire blossoms. You know, I bought some of the, the fun little cosmetic stuff and did the did the quest to go into the horde cities and steal their flame and got the cool crown. So yeah, that's fun stuff. Uh I, I really appreciate all of the old school world event stuff that is in World of Warcraft. It's it's good content. It makes me really, really appreciate the game. 
Next week, I'm going to hope to focus a little bit more on some crafting, maybe get a bit more insight on where the profit is to be made. My instincts are tailoring bags. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a winner, but more on that next week. Okay, so I know uh, I said this is a Burning Crusade podcast now, but let's just briefly talk about the tokens since it's a nice, easy thing that we can uh, still retain some some ties to the retail game. So here's the graph. Uh, over the past week, the European WoW token saw about a high of 250000 and a low of 235000 So those are the price targets you're looking for for buying and selling. On uh, the U.S. side of things, a low of 170,000 gold and a high of 190,000 gold. Uh, looks like the price is up slightly overall in both regions from the previous week. Bit of news. So uh, I just saw this. Uh, this is a couple hours before I recorded it, but <clears throat> excuse me. Trade Skill Master released a brand new uh, kind of knowledge base uh, for supporting of Trade Skill Master. I haven't had a chance to really utilize it yet, just kind of poked around a little bit, and it looks nice and clean and crisp. There's a nice search functionality, some, you know, just popular articles. So hopefully this will be a huge help to both the team supporting TradeSkill Master, making their jobs a little bit easier, and all of us who are using it, hopefully find any answers to the questions that we have. So yeah, check it out, support.tradeskillmaster.com. Secondly, uh, around all of the... Very sad news that's been coming out about Blizzard over the past couple weeks. Um, it should go without saying that, yeah, this is all really terrible stuff. And I've avoided commenting on it directly just because I don't need to add my voice to the... It's, it's just... It's very clear that this is awful. And I wanted to bring up one piece of information that's you know somewhat relevant to what we do here at Dark Shore Capital in that there are some investor rights law firms looking to file suit against Blizzard, Activision Blizzard. Uh, from the angle of um, investors have been pretty much lied to, uh, I, I believe the, the basic hypothesis of this lawsuit is, hey, you didn't tell us, you were you know covering up this hostile work environment, which very understandably has a direct result on decreasing the value of the company. I, I don't think that that's a stretch to make at all, and I completely agree with it. And as somebody who has owned and still owns Activision Blizzard stock, albeit very small amounts, I think this is good. And I do hope that this does go forward and we're able to, you know, bring some at least from this perspective, uh, some accountability to what has happened because uh, it's pretty clearly not okay. And I'm hopeful that the government of California can do the right thing and bring about some sort of restitution for those affected. But... Uh, I don't think that I'm alone in saying that my hopes are <laughs> very cautious and very cautiously hopeful. Usually I feel like things like this in the past have really not kind of yielded any actual change. 
which is very unfortunate. You know, you can look at what's happened uh, with Riot Games over in recent years, and like, I, I don't know. From what I understand, like, it doesn't seem like a whole lot really happens with everything that went on with Riot Games. I fear the same for Blizzard, and I'm hopeful that with this lawsuit, this potential lawsuit, I should say, it's very, very cursory at this point, and we shouldn't, don't expect anything to actually happen with this for years. But my hope is that um, the private sector can also have a say in bringing some kind of accountability or restitution or, or something to, you know, even out things in at least at least a little bit. I know it's, it does nothing in the in the grand scheme of things, but you got to try. Um, so two things on this uh, for further reading. There's the of course the Wowhead article link, uh, which will be in the descriptions and. Uh, I did want to link a video to a another YouTube channel, uh, Legal Eagle. You might have heard of it. It's a fairly popular kind of legal explanation YouTube channel. Highly recommend. But there is a uh, video that he did about kind of class action lawsuits, which is what I am assuming if this these investor rights law firms can move forward will happen uh, with Blizzard as some kind of a class action situation. And yeah, class action lawsuits are kind of kind of crazy. So having a video to sort of ex explain all that, I think, is, is really good. There's it, it's like sort of sketchy uh, as the video. If you watch it, will sort of explain like you get these weird letters in the mail. They're like, like they look like a scam and you, they go to websites that are like kind of hastily thrown together. Um, but yeah, it's all legit. And yeah, very interesting stuff. So uh, again, really, really bad stuff that's happened. Dr. Capital obviously is very much against all that. And I hope that this can eventually lead to something better. All right, so with that, uh, we're gonna move on uh, to something completely different. So we don't usually uh, play the game on these podcasts, but I really didn't have much to talk about this week aside from just the kind of weekly business that we have to take care of. So I figured, why not? Let's just uh, throw up a little timer here and do a few minutes of rambling and farming. So. Uh, we're here on the Burning Crusade in Hellfire Peninsula, up the throne of Kil'jaeden. This is a one of the popular spots to farm primal fire, uh, motes of fire that's turned into primal fire. And as you may see here, as we've been sitting here for almost 30 seconds now without having killed a single thing, it is incredibly competitive to do all this stuff. So, yeah, uh, part of the, the skill is actually trying to just figure out you know how to <laughs> tag the mobs uh it looks like we've got maybe a bit of a spot here we can kind of roll with nope some we've got another mage up there you kind of just have to like plant yourself down and wait for the darn things to respawn it's kind of annoying but uh it's well so it's both annoying and also kind of cool because like look how many people are out here there's probably i don't know 10 15 20 uh, fire spawns or like fire elemental spawns in this area and just about every time of day that I've come here to do this there's always it's always full pretty much you know early in the morning it's maybe a little less busy but still there's still people out here playing the game doing the farming uh, which is great I honestly I think that's awesome it's healthy for the game obviously we're on a pretty big alliance server here on Paggle in the US and I don't know. Yeah, it just uh, makes me happy. We're man, these things take forever. So we're just gonna go steal this hunter's thing real quick, cause uh, you know 
sucks to suck, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You could say that's kind of a dick move, but uh, all's fair in love and farming, right? I am um, currently, you know, running a frost spec on the mage. Just uh, it's what I've found to be the most interesting, and uh, I love kind of like the utility and the survivability. I know that like fire and potentially arcane are, are better DPS, especially in a raid scenario. But I don't, I don't know how much uh, raiding we'll be getting into anytime soon. And frost is great for dungeons. Uh, but I'm getting a little sidetracked. Yeah, and it's also it's pretty solid for farming. Um, you know, you have like your shatter combos. I'm currently running the, you know, whenever you freeze something, it increases your critical strike chance against them by 50%. Just makes killing things very quickly. Uh, when you have sort of your combo up, you can very easily one-shot 70 mobs effectively uh, with, between a frost elemental water bolt, a frost elemental freeze, a frost bolt you've been channeling that crits, and then an ice lance that crits. It's a lot of damage. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, so that's a fire. You get a decent amount of, like, grays to vendor here as well, I guess, which is neat. I've been toying with an idea of, um, sort of ending these podcasts with a bit of a, call it like a buy list for materials that I'm looking for. So I, you know, am a tailor and an enchanter, and I have, you know, some stuff that I'm crafting, like cooking and fishing stuff. So I'm thinking about, um... You know, maybe ending with just like a, a list of things that I'd be willing to buy if you happen to be playing on the Paggle server on the US. Uh, I'd love to hear some feedback on that if anybody's interested in it. We might just start doing it next week either way, uh, just to, to do it. Obviously, you know, if you, the, the whole idea here is that if, if you have a bunch of stuff that you have farmed up or have gathered from leveling or whatever, and you just, are looking to make a little bit of extra gold, but don't want to like just deal with the hassle of the auction house, or, or maybe your focus is on you know one thing and you you have a bunch of cloth that you don't care about and you just want to unload it and get some money for it. Um, I'd be happy to you know buy it at you know a, a little bit less than what you'd get if you spent the time to sell it on the auction house, but um, basically pretty much a guaranteed sell. So basically it would work like I would say, hey, I'll buy your nether weave cloth for ten silver per if you. Want to just send it over to me, cash on delivery, or you know, just send a whole batch of whatever stuff, and I'll price it out and send you back um, the appropriate amount of gold. We'll of course get into some exact details when it uh, when I actually release the thing, but uh, yeah, I think that'd be a pretty cool idea. Um, you know, as a way to sort of I help you, you guys help me, or whoever gets a hold of it. See if there's any kind of success. It's almost like uh, you know, offering to buy and sell things in trade chat, which you know is something that we probably will talk about on the presentation on the podcast at some point. It's uh, a useful tool, and there's plenty of people spamming for things, especially in uh, the Burning Crusade. When it it's a little more worthwhile for people to sort of try to sell things in trade chat just because of the way the auction house works in the Burning Crusade and in Classic and just how the economy kind of flushes out. So, look into that. See, there's those crits I was talking about. Pretty good stuff. It's not looking good for being able to get a whole uh, <laughs> primal fire in the 10 minutes that we'll be doing this for. Let's see, what else? So yeah, like I said, the, the Midsummer Fire Festival thing is going on right now. Um, 
get a lot of gold from running around doing that. Uh, Questy, the Questy add-on, if you have that or use that, they did go ahead and add in all of the, the quest markers across Azeroth of where they are. You can't obviously can't see it on my map here because I went and did them all, so they're no longer showing up. But that's a huge help when it comes to to doing all of that because otherwise you gotta like you know have Wowhead open and. There's like coordinates and stuff. I mean, I'm sure there's there's you could use like a coordinates add-on to give yourself a bunch of waypoints, and I'm sure somebody's come up with a pretty fairly optimized route of how to do it. Uh, as a mage, I have the luxury of just being able to teleport around everywhere. I think I used something like 20 or 30 teleport runes <laughs> over the whole process, which was great. Pretty big fan of that. Ah. Uh. What else? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I guess just as far as playing the game goes, um, I finished off my Scenarian Expedition Heroic Attunement today. I uh, bought a few more Coil Fang armaments. And we got Lower City done recently, and Honor Hold for Hellfire Citadel Heroics done recently. I haven't stepped into a Heroic just yet. Sort of waiting on my friends to kind of get caught up on that. I don't think anyone has actually gotten too revered yet with any of the factions. Uh, one of my friends is fairly close. This is a pretty nice uh, little drop. Some plate legs, conquerors. Are these actually... Hold up. These aren't the the one that people are always trying to farm in, uh, in retail, are they? That'd be kind of cool. I was, I'm pretty sure those are our level 60 um, item, though. I do sort of regret having to wear this robe. I, I much prefer, um, like, not robes on casters. But alas. No, okay, it's not the, the skimpy little bikini one. Yeah, like I said, I'm pretty sure that's a level 60. And it's not Conquerors. It's, uh, gosh, it's something with a C, I'm fairly certain. You always wonder sometimes if these guys are, like, just AFK or if they're, like, bots. I feel like, though, if they were bots, they'd probably be, like, pretty quick on the uptake. They're probably just, like, alt-tabbing in and out while they're doing something else. Like, uh, I don't know, recording a podcast or something, perhaps. I don't know if these Fellblood initiates actually drop anything good, but they are elites, so it's probably just, like, not worth it to even try. Hmm... What else we got going on in the Burning Crusade? It's interesting how the spawn rates are sort of variable. Like, you know, we sat here for, you know, 30 seconds a few times and nothing spawning. And then this one just like inst literally instantly popped as soon as we killed the last one. Wow, that's only the <laughs> second drop of Motes of Fire we've gotten so far. Kind of bad luck tonight. It's too bad. And usually I, I can find a spot that I can get maybe two tags at a time. So I guess my rates are a little bit lower here than what I'm used to. Cool. All right, well, um, I think that's probably going to about wrap it up. We'll we'll kill one more of these guys and, and call it good. But uh, yeah, hope you guys, uh, you know, enjoyed the episode this week and the podcast. Hopefully if you're listening um, for this part, I you know, it's we've got some footage in the game going of me just killing fire elementals, so it's uh, just something to have on the background. Hopefully the, the talking is enough of an explanation to hold your interest. But uh, yeah, there you go. Let's go ahead and uh, 
wrap it up here. Um, again, thank you so much for watching and listening. My name is Andrew, Dark Show Capital. And if you have any questions about the content of the video, please feel free to leave a comment on the YouTube video or reach out to me on Twitter at DarkshoreCap. You can also always send me an email, darkshorecapital at gmail.com. Yeah, thanks so much for watching. Uh, good luck in the next week, and we'll see you next time. Take care.